Welcome to the Small Business Community Network podcast, your connection to the small business community. Visit us online at www.sbcncanada.org and find out how we can help your business grow. We're proudly supported by TELUS, the future is friendly, and by Prime Information Security, because business is risky enough. everyone, it's Linda Ockhold-Jenner here again, co-founder of the Small Business Community Network with another SBCN Small Biz Podcast. We're very, very lucky to have our regular guest, Janet Benedict, owner of the Canadian Network here again. So Janet, thank you again for um, taking the time to come along. Did you have a good weekend? I did. Thanks, Linda. And always happy to be here and to share uh, seriously, we're getting a really um, an, a lot of uh, interest in, in our last podcast chat, Janet, because we were talking about hobby businesses, weren't we? Yes, yes. And, uh, I, uh, I got a few comments and a few uh, uh, messages sent to me after that one. Now, were they, were they good comments? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, obviously, I know everybody's not going to agree with our perspective, but did you want to share one of the, the comments with us, Janet? Uh, just um, one person had mentioned that they were looking at doing more with their hobby business mm-hmm. and really could see how there could be many pitfalls and maybe, you know, they, they need to go into it slower, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and stay working at their full-time job. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about that today. We, we are, actually, yeah, yeah. because... Um, um, it'll be a good follow-up. It'll be a good follow-up, but I'm glad you got a response from it, Janet, because they know, obviously, they can come to you for the advice. You know, I don't think any of us are experts. I'm not insulting you, but I don't like to be called an expert. No. It's good to know that they can come to you, Janet, and be honest and ask you these questions, right? Oh, absolutely, you know, and I think the more we share with one another and... and it's funny how you can just feed off people. It's like being in this giant mastermind group because all these people know so much collectively. Mm-hmm. And perfect. It, it's so. It, to me, it's fun. I, love I, I don't know why people are not like you and I, Janet, but that's why we're, I guess, making the big books. <laughs> so I, I guess you know my story, Janet, and I made you laugh earlier today when I ran this by you, but. I, I I was working three crappy jobs, as you know. I'd never been in business like you in the corporate world. So after my second diagnosis of cancer, I was able to escape my three crappy jobs. And yeah. I mentioned to you, I felt I was lucky that I could then start my fir- first business, Motivational Steps. I was given the chance to do it. But I don't know, Janet, if I hadn't have had the cancer, if I would have taken the leap forward and left the crappy jobs behind because they did they did give me some money to pay my bills. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about um, when somebody's working a full-time job and, and decide to take that leap forward. And if I can just work you into why I came to this, this question today. So... Yeah. I was glancing at the Globe and Mail. I was very, very happy to see one of the Small Business Community Network members were in the news. So um, the members are WagePoint, and we'll leave a link for you and and for them, Janet, so people can look at them. But this is a lovely story because, well, I think so, it involves a newly engaged couple who at that time were boyfriend and girlfriend of long standing. So the guy asked his girlfriend to leave her job and join his startup. Um... 
And basically, uh, most of the candidates he'd been looking at for this job opening were perfect for a nine-to-five marketing job with specific job descriptions. This bit's taken from the actual article. Um, But they didn't seem prepared to take on all the unknowns that come with life in a 24-7 startup. So this guy decides to talk to his long-time girlfriend, Lena, about the problem. So she thought about it, took it in consideration, and very bravely, (laughs) you know, joined um, WagePoint as their CMO in April 2013. So the guy says in the article, we've never looked back. Our fears about finances were abated once we landed angels and VC investment and we could pay ourselves a decent living wage. But my question is this. It's a happy story, but some people who start a small biz are not quite so confident or lucky, Janet. So what are your thoughts on this? Well... (laughs) You know, that took a lot of guts on her part to to leave her job because she had quite uh, a a good-paying, a good-position job, you know. Uh, So to leave that to join a startup, it took a lot of faith and courage uh, but and trust, you know, like a lot of trust in her boyfriend. Um, And interestingly enough, as I read further into that article, she is also now inspired to maybe do another startup of her own mm-hmm, uh, because, mm-hmm, yes. it, you know, it, it's excited her. Uh, to be on the front end of a, of a business and to see it grow, um, it it's so exciting. It's powerful. But but what is it like? Um, share a little bit of your story, Janet. So you were working in the corporate yeah. world for quite some time. What made you brave enough to say bye-bye or did you work in the background on your business? Share your story because that's a really great way to go. All right. Well, um, yeah, I didn't really know that I was going to have my own business. That wasn't really it. I was getting burnt out. I had been working corporate for 22 years, and um, and I'd always done something before that, but more from a perspective of uh, part-time jobs and some non-profit things and that kind of thing. Um, so to leave a corporate job that gave me a, a good income, company car, expenses, everything, you know, it was scary. I was scared. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Brave lady. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, you, you don't get to take the car and the expense account with you. No, really? Are you sure about it? Did you ask, Janet? <laughs> yeah, but I was really burning out. I was tired of the rat race. It was every day. I, I, I was working, uh, it seemed almost nonstop. My, um, some of the health issues that my husband had, too, that played a part in it. And I needed to know what my next step was, and I knew I I just wasn't passionate about what I was doing anymore. Um, So I left it, and um, at first, I I really didn't anticipate starting a business. Um, I thought if I did anything, it would be something where I could go and work X number of hours and then come home and not bring the job home with me. Because when you work corporate, you take the job with you everywhere. And, um, you know, and, and the rest of the time I just sit and knit or something. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> sit and knit? Sit and knit. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> get that. Um, but um, then I started um, my first business, which was uh, JB Promos. 
uh, promotional marketing company, and I thought I'd like doing that, but I didn't either. I still didn't have that passion. Uh, it was products. I'm much better with people. And um, it took going through some struggles with that company for me to see that I needed to do something totally different, and, and hence the Canadian networker. But um, what was it? Did you? I I hope you did. <laughs> I'm sure you did. So you discussed this with your husband, your partner, and you said maybe you know financially we may be a bit tight for a bit, or didn't you have to worry about the financial part? Because isn't that the biggest problem challenge in our early days? You know, we need a budget to start a business. For many, many things, we can start small, but eventually we need to start, you know, thinking about a budget. So how did you tackle that part of it, the financial part? Okay, the, the financial, financial part was actually very scary for me because um, due to um, Ron's condition, having had a major brain aneurysm burst, he was on a disability. So we had no income. Oh, my goodness. Coming from him, um, and the small income we did end up getting barely covered the medications. Oh, Janet. So it, I knew it was all up to me. Um, this is going back now 23 years, so, I mean, it's not brand new. Um, and I really, um, I guess I was fortunate that when I did retire from the corporate job, I did have a pension. I had um, a nice pension. Part of it was a big payout and then awesome. the to get later. And that is really what helped me to go ahead. And um, So that, that took away some of the fear factor for you because financially you, you knew you'd be okay for a, a certain amount of time. Now, did you um, leave behind the corporate world completely? Did you stay in touch with some awesome contacts so you could maybe, you know, they would maybe assist you in, in your new business or did you leave it all behind and close the door? No, I never closed the door. Actually, uh, to this day, I'm still in contact with a number of other people that are either now retired or still even with the company. We uh, get together uh, every few months for dinner. <laughs> so basically, I, I think you're like the perfect story to share, basically, because you did have um, some some financial security, which you knew you could, you know, back onto. I, I had none, obviously, and it was no one's fault. Um, I wasn't in your position, um, but we just didn't have enough money to put into my business. But in the kind of business I started all those years ago, and I'm still operating it now, as you know, what did I really need? You know, a few pink clothes, you know, uh, um, I had a desktop computer. But I'm thinking some of the SBCN members in the past have actually worked full-time at jobs they didn't really enjoy and they've persevered and they've set a goal and they said, okay, this is the time to uh, to go into our startup business and it's scary and and you and I and the rest of the SBC members mentor each other and get us through it. What would you say though, Janet, if you felt that the business wasn't working? Like, first of all, did you set yourself a goal? Did you say, I'll give this a year, two years? What kind of goal do you think people should set if they're in this situation? Um, personally, what I did was I set a, I set a yearly goal for, for my first business, the, the promo business. And uh, I stuck very close to, like, my action plan. Because you set a goal is one thing. If, if you're going to set a goal, you need to keep revisiting it so you know if you're on track. you got to know your numbers. 
Um, so I kept revisiting it, and I got uh, some extra help. I took some extra schooling, uh, some courses in how to do some uh, different types of uh, sales uh, calls because it's a, a whole different world than what I was doing before. But I really think um, what kept me going was knowing my why, knowing why I was doing this. Hmm. And, and my why was uh, twofold. It was I wanted to be uh, my own boss. I didn't want to answer to anybody anymore. And I, but that was like a personal, kind of a weak why. The other was I knew I had to um, prepare uh, for our retirement eventual retirement mm-hmm, yeah. without getting any help uh, elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So basically what you did, you planned, you prepared, but let's imagine, you know, we're looking at somebody who said, okay, I'm going to set myself a goal of a year. I've left my day job. I've left the job I may yep. have earned a lot of money. I've got no security. So we have to think about the ifs and buts. So do you have a, a partner? Do you have a wife or a husband, a partner? Do you have children? Do you need to pay... Uh, a lot of expenses out there and nothing to do with the business. So you've given it a year, somebody has, mm-hmm. and it's just not working. So do you ditch the business altogether? I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I don't think of it as a failure if you had to say, you know what, I'm going to go and get another part-time job or a full-time job and work, you know, in the evenings on my... I would take that time to build a strong foundation so I can build a business in the future, but some people are not able to do that. What do you think you would do, Janet, or, or advice you could offer to anybody saying, well, what if it doesn't work? We'll never know until we try, will we? Uh, absolutely not. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, it, it did happen to me the first year. Uh, although I, I did um, fairly well, I did not make enough for what I needed to make. And so I did take on a part-time job. This is this is why I see you as one of the people out there that is fantastic help for I think everyone because you've been there you've done it you've gone through everything Janet. So you took a part time job and did this help you build your new business slowly so that you could take the time as you say to go on a course and and do all the things you wanted to do. Had you learned from from say the first business of the time frame and everything? Yes, um, definitely so and don't have the overhead that I had with the first business. Um, Also, I was dealing with a lot of suppliers that were in uh, the U.S. or overseas, and there was all kinds of plays that came into it, Um, you know, tariffs, duties, customs, uh, laws, import, export that you have to look into, and that made uh, my job pretty difficult. Um, But I always knew from the beginning, and that I would do whatever I had to do to bring in an income, even if it meant um, cleaning the bathroom. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly what I did. That was the part-time job I did. Oh, we were both cleaners, and I, I cleaned <laughs> in one of our local hotels, the Waterloo Hotel. And um, I, I discovered that when we do these things, Janet, and we do the things out of love, because it is love, because we want to make sure we give our family a good living, look after them, whatever. I learned an awful lot. I learned about sales. I learned about customer service. To finish... What advice would you give to someone out there who hasn't taken the leap yet, like, you know, the wage point people to leave their day job and and, and start afresh, and you and I? So what advice would you give to someone out there, Janet? 
I would say, it, you know, depending on your situation, your responsibilities, if you need to stay working at your full-time job and uh, or cut your hours somewhat if you can so you can do your small business in the background, um, that's a wonderful way to do it. It, it gives you the security because there's nothing worse than being in business for yourself and having the fear of making enough money, the fear of, you know, what what's going to happen. You can't just take a day off. When you're tired, you can't just say, oh, you know, I, I'm tired. I don't feel like working today. That doesn't happen. <laughs> Listen, you know what? This has been an awesome chat, and I know that you've got a bit of a throat thing going on. You poor yeah, lady. I know yeah, you need a glass a of water. Thing coming on here. Yeah. Oh, my angel, you are perfect. They've got some good examples here. They've got the Wage Point people, and we'll yes. put a link. Love They've them. got you who've been happy enough to share because you're a very, honest, a very honest person. The first business didn't work. That didn't hold you back. You're doing wonderfully now. You've got my example as well. So what I say is look at what other people are doing. Look at your situation like you've just pointed out, Janet. Either just do it when you've looked into it and you've made a plan prepared and all that, or don't do it, but be happy with the life you've got and the job you're doing. That's all I can ask of people. But don't go around grumbling, saying, I wish, I wish, I wish, because that won't get you anywhere. <laughs> no, 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 you can't do the woulda, shoulda, coulda. That's you right, have, Janet. You, you are awesome. Listen, thank you so much for the chat today. You always bring a wealth of wisdom and, and advice, and it was lovely revisiting your stories. I'm very, very proud of where you come and the, the work you're doing. I don't know how you keep up with all of it, you wonder woman. <laughs> Well, you, you know, uh, from one to another. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you go and get a nice glass of water and we'll chat next week. Okay, sounds good. Bye Take for care. now. Bye-bye.